Blog Talk Radio. on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. I'm here. How are you doing, Terry? I'm good. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Good to hear your voice. This is Six Eyes. Hey, oh, it's nice to see hear your voice too, Six Eyes. Oh, I'm gonna tell you guys. Oh, Six Eyes, that's my bad. Six. I'm cussing you out because I can't hear you, but it's because I got myself on mute. There ain't a problem he can't fix. He can fix it in the mix. Fix in the mix. You heard it, America. Every blessing, I mean, every breath you take is a blessing. Don't believe me? Hold your breath for about six minutes. All right, let's breathe. When it's King in the morning, Jay said it's his fault. He said it's his fault, America. Let's drink coffee. If you're drinking coffee, put your emojis up for this Friday, King's in the morning. Let's get it. Uh, good morning, Lee Fletcher. Johnny, Graham, Cracker, Davis, Davis, Davis. Good morning, y'all. Y'all have me rolling. Good morning, Jerry. <laughs> mm. uh, that's it, you guys. It's just us. So, oh, wow. Let me think, um, yeah, sometimes I will. Um, sometimes I will put myself on mute um, so I don't make a lot of noise. And so today, I put myself on mute and forgot six. And six, I was talking shit about you. I said, I didn't really go in deep on you. What you, what you so, say, um, What you say? I said, motherfucker, you can't see. You can hear. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like that. Okay. It's going to be one of those days. Mm-hmm. You know, you were so nice when I met you in Cleveland. You were, you were so nice. You need to come back to Cleveland. I am nice. I, I love but you. you, you, you I I'm love not going to lie to you and act like I didn't do nothing. I'm apologizing. All right. I accept your apology. I'm, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying I was wrong. Okay. I was fucking right. up. What you? All right. Fine. My man. You heard like it. Normally, 
that, see that? And then you shoot me in the end. What? <laughs> you said like Good I morning, normally um, do. Good morning, Rick Chester. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. Hmm. I'm only here wow. until 9.30, you guys. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, they know I don't want to do it this year. Who is that? That's I Nikki have the slightest idea. Nikki Ratty Smurf. Smurf. Nikki yeah. Smurf, what, the, what are you doing? She hung up. Maybe that oh, wasn't, wow. yeah, yeah, that was Nikki. That was Nikki. All right. Uh, What's what going you got on, going yeah. today, Jay? I got to go to a funeral. My aunt passed away a few weeks ago. Um, you know, she was she was 83, 84. She was sick, and you know when the when this when this when this contraption we call the body start to break down. Good morning, Dave Smith. There ain't much you can do about it. You know, once you get you know you know it's only built to last so long, and then it's you know then it starts to accumulate problems. It was not it was not her. That might have been Delia. That might have been Delia. Now, Delia, so you know better. Correct her. You know better. Yeah, but she she, she hung up. Um, anyway, so, so that's why I have this shirt on. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you like these glasses? Do these glasses look cool? Mm. Yeah, they, they're not. Nice. I'm not asking you. Um, <laughs> Your well, guess that, that Jay on yesterday's show was excellent. Some of the music you played, I have not heard since I moved from Washington State. Um, do, do, are these cool? Are these cool? Hold on. What about? Um, so I'm trying to figure out what glasses to wear. Oh, you better be quiet. I'm all nah. They're okay. You niggas, the two of you, uh, Sir Fisherlot and, Ver- and uh, Veronica. You two, style and fashion and shit like that, don't go with you all. So I'm not worried about y'all. This is YSL. Of course they ain't cool. What about these? Can I wear these? I just got to know which ones to wear to um, hate y'all in battle, you know. Um, Fred, I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about you or Jana Marie. Because yeah, cause I, I wear these motherfuckers after a little while, and y'all be like, uh, you know, those, those are, I know I know what this is. <laughs> I know what this is. Well, Jay, any sunglasses you don't want, you send them to me. And, and speaking and speaking of, did you get my sunglasses from Africa uh, like I asked you to? Huh? Did you get my glasses from Africa? Say? Did you get my glasses from Africa when you was on your trip? Um, these are um, these are all cool glasses. I just want you guys to know that uh, these um, they, they you know they all fly and they and they you, you pay for them like that. You pay fly money for them because they fly. So um, I got another pair too that I got that that they um they're changing the lens on uh, YSL. All of them are YSL. How you doing, Penelope Larry? Good morning. I guess he didn't hear um, that. I just got to figure out what I'm aware. Which one I'm aware. Because I got to be. 
cold water, man. I've been on, you know, these are my regular. Good morning, Penelope, Larry. I know Patrice. I, I, Patrice, is it? Are you new? Are you new here, Patrice? Because we talk shit on this show. This is a shit talking show. We talk shit to each other. Good morning, um, Josephine. We talk shit about each other. This is just a shit talking show. And if um, if you're not new, then you already know that. If you are new, you know, just talk shit with us. Your regular cool J, all that other shit, leave it alone. Uh, first of all, uh, Fred, I don't want to listen to your dumb ass say shit. Your weak is barely working. Don't talk to me about shit. He in the hospital right now, and his now his his, his wee wee ain't working. Oh, ain't working. His wee wee. Well, um, the reason why these look cool is because you guys are used to me in these. But those are, I'm trying to up my fashion thing. It's probably not the right place. I think if I'm other places, you'll 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 do. It is a shit show, Jeff Carlin. It is a shit show. Oh, <laughs> don't get mad. At, no, oh, Fred, don't get don't say fuck me, because your wee wee ain't working. Don't get mad at me. I didn't stop your wee wee from working. That's between What's you up, and your wee wee not working. No, that's you um, Fred. Fred talking about <laughs> because I said his wee wee wasn't working. He mad at wow. me. Things in the morning. We're just getting started <laughs> for this March 1st. Uh, Veronica wants me to put each each one on again. Let me see. Okay. So, Veronica, so Veronica, I just bought, I, you know, you know, my stomach hurt. It has nothing to do with my wee. Your, your wee is in your stomach. They can lose some of that weight, and your wee won't, your stomach can stop hurting. Your wee won't be in your stomach. It's, it's, I got these right here. And, um, let me see the blind ass motherfucker. <laughs> Let me see blind. Wow, you talking shit, Fred? Fred talking <laughs> shit. Uh, um, Jeff Carlin said, "Jay, you brought my shit talk game to the next level. Thank you." Um, but, uh, so, so these right here. Well, the first one, the one I wear every day. Uh, the first one. So you guys got to get used to seeing my face in these, and then you. But these right here, you know, I just I I went to buy one pair and ended up buying three a few weeks ago. What did those so, run? Um, what did those run? Huh? What did they run a pair? Uh, between four or five hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why you want you want a pair? You want you want you want one? I'll, and I'll send you. Send me five hundred. I I give you a pair. The ones you got me from Africa. Yep. You did give me a pair from Africa. Jay, you Describe brought my okay. Uh, that pair looked like a bee. Well, uh, I might sting your ass, Veronica. <laughs> Black, you wake up harder than Chinese arithmetic. <laughs> the sweater. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I um Mr. Elias, how you doing? Bro, it it may, it would make no any difference with his blind ass. Uh, you know what, friend? I'm 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 blind. You're right, but motherfucker, I got more talent in my fucking pinky than your entire body, you little bitch. 
You hear that, Fred? He got more talent in his pinky than you got in your entire body, you little bitch. And I didn't call you a little bitch. That's what he called you. I just repeated what he said in case you didn't hear it. And if you stand in front of me and don't move, I'll slap the shit out of you. Now, hold on. You're going a little bit too far there at six. Fred kind of like a big motherfucker. Oh, um, he is? If you okay. slap Fred, you ever see the, you ever see a <laughs> slapping contest where one dude gets a slap first and uh-huh. the other guy, like, shake his head like, yeah, that was good. That was good. And then he gets to slap you back? Uh-huh. And then you, um, why is Fred in the chat instead of on the phone? Um, Chocolate Peach Fred is at the doctor's. Yeah, the doctor's. When I said he was getting his wee-wee worked on, I thought maybe he was, you know, trying to extend it because something with his stomach, because he said his stomach was bothering him. So I thought maybe his stomach had been eating a lot of his wee-wee up, and so his wee-wee was in his stomach like this. And they were trying to loosen it up so he could stand up. That's what I thought. Good morning, Christy Graham. <laughs> uh, Jeff Carlin said, you slap Fred, and he'll just look at you and giggle. Yeah, Fred yeah, I'm going to take, I'm gonna um, take that. How, how, how tall is Fred? Fred's about 6'2", 6'1", 6'2". But Fred is, Fred, Fred is, like Fred would be, good morning, Elton E. Jones. Fred would be, um, um, like a refrigerator. Like Fred okay. is that one friend that you got that don't know he can fight because he really can't fight. But even mm-hmm. him not being able to fight, he could whoop your ass just because he just he's strong like that. Like mm-hmm. he would he would push you and you would fall down because the motherfucker just got um, retard strength. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can say that today. If you can say well, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be politically, it wouldn't be politically correct, but you know yeah. this, this show ain't politically correct. But you know what, so we re- you remember those guys that were kind of slow, but they was they was just strong. Mm-hmm. Now, if this was a regular show on regular TV, on regular radio, be, this is a we'll show that canceled. they would say is going to be canceled. This show will be canceled. You know, <laughs> somebody would say yeah. this show is canceled. Mm-hmm. Good morning, LaRock. Um, okay, so I like the way Snitchy Smurf said it. He got that cognitively challenged strength. There you go, Snitchy. <laughs> there you go. Use those, use those terms. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> let me tell you guys how Fred is really a strong motherfucker. Like, Fred, one day, these dudes was, um, I was in the limo, Fred was driving, and these guys flipped the limo off, and I said, Fred, chase them. And Fred caught up to them, opened up the front door, said something to the dude, and slammed his door, and and the window um, shattered. Damn. True story. Yeah. That's why I said nigga oh, well, got a little strength on me. Let me tell you, that, that was a long time ago, nigga. That nigga can't even bash a goddamn cabinet door in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's Good up, morning, Ollie? Brother Reverend Ali. You're late, but you're here. All right. Yeah. Um, 
Um, Cammy said, my, my son is like Fred, six foot three and strong. The difference is, yo, yo, do your son have cognitively challenged strength, like Fred? Because what we, because Ali, we can't say retard strength. You can't say that. That that would get you canceled. What you mean? What you mean you can't say retard strength? Why you say Ali before you say that, Jay? <laughs> I just told you that I said it, and I and, and I would have got a cancel if we had been on a real network. Oh man, we ain't. We, that's why we ain't fucking with them. That ain't real networks. That's that censored shit. Yeah, that's what I said. Fred can't. Fred ain't got no strength no more. That nigga is whack, Jay. He's he burnt out. No, that nigga used to be able to slam doors in the window or slash. That nigga can't do shit. Now, he got them Twinkie fingers. Them motherfuckers are soft as cotton. <laughs> Twinkie <laughs> boy. Boom, boom, boom. with some fingers. They're creamy on top. Twinkie boy. Twinkie boy. <laughs> Where he at? Sick again? He got the tummy ache today. <laughs> and they got the and they got Fred the two day run. <laughs> Fred said Jay used to be able to wear some pussy towel, but not no more. <laughs> Ray talking about my my young days in back of that limo. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga be driving, that limo be doing something else. <laughs> that limo be... Yeah. I was young. <laughs> oh, man. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. Um, I'm only here till nine thirty, Ollie. Who <laughs> <laughs> we got on the show? Why everybody? Why they quiet, Jay? Well, I have to. Um, <laughs> I have to go to um, a funeral to my aunt's funeral. My aunt was eighty-three. Wow. And, uh, you know stuff. So, yep, but you know she she got to live a life. What I don't want. I wouldn't want to be alive if I'm not functional to some degree or if I'm a burden of, of some sort. Of course I remember, Fred. Of course I remember. But um, I spoke to Professor Keone this morning. And he told me <laughs> about him. You know, no, not my mom's sister, my uh, my stepmother's sister, Vivian, my aunt. Mary Lou. Very, very, uh, very, uh, just a very upstanding in the community. Just, but what the trip is that, and I think we forget about the the life ride and the and the cycle of life. Um, Good morning, John Beckman. And I keep telling you guys. So not I tell you, so you can um, 
so you can start maybe adjusting the way you live. Good morning, Jojo Red. Life is is, is um from from the time you're born to the time you're 19, you're in your adolescence, and in your adolescence is when you are being shaped and and you know carved and put together. Good morning, Cal Williams. And then when you turn 20, you become a young adult. And from 20 to 39 is when you start to forge your way, um, what you're going to do for a living, how you're going to live your life, and what kind of trajectory you're going to be on in the your middle of your life, whether you're going to be on an upward trajectory or a downward trajectory. It's really um, – is really developed um, in your young adult life. So at a young adult between 20 and 39 is when you really are figuring out what the trajectory is for your life. Good morning, Tracy Parker. In the middle of your life, in the middle of your life, from 40 to 59, you are, um, you are the middle age of your life, and based on the trajectory, up or down, or just maintain, you you have to decide in the middle age of your life what it is that you're going to do that's going to help you enjoy the experience that we call life and how uh, how excited and inventive you're going to be in it or how mediocre and mundane you're going to be in, and everything in between. Because you get to make the choice. Not only are you the chooser, good morning, star maker, you're the, good morning, Tamika, you're the, you're the um, conductor. So a, a lot of, a lot of people, make other people the conductor of their life ride. They put people in charge of, good morning, Tracy, of being the conductor and architect. When it's up to you. And that's what you find out in the middle of your life. Good morning, Madiri. Madiri, I'm going to be in Johannesburg, South Africa, May 11 and 12. Renee Chapman said, it's so true, Jay. My mom died at 88 in January. Her body was tired and it was time. She rolled her life until the wheels fell off. Yeah, how can you? So how can you be sad? That's why anybody who comes to my funeral and starts crying is going to be asked to leave. Because when you come to my funeral, start crying, that means that you don't know me. That means you didn't you didn't see me live my life, any parts of it. And now you're crying at my funeral, taking the light off of me, the last motherfucking light I get, you wanna upstage me with your crying in. Get the fuck out of here. Somebody's gonna move you out. So your middle age 40 to 59 is, um, is, is, you know, is where you get to adjust the trajectory. And when you get 60, 
from 60 to 79 year old. And in your old life, you get to um, look at the possibilities and make the possibilities a reality because you have enough you have enough information behind you that you understand. Good morning, Dave. That be big. Good morning, that be. Um, speaking some truth. Thank you for that. Been crying all morning because a happy and cheerful friend of mine passed away. I stand corrected. Rest in peace, Richard. Yeah. Don't cry. Remember all the good shit that Richard brought to you. Uh, you old, Sir Fisherlight, and so am I. Cammy said, when I thought I was going to die, I didn't know if there was really a heaven or if I was going to be asleep until the resurrection. I just said a prayer to God, please forgive me for my sins and trespasses and remember me in resurrection. Because Cammy almost died. Cammy was one of those people that they um, inoculated, told her she had a 20% chance of living. And look at it. Nakia says, adjusting my trajectory now, working out two days a week and changing my eating habits. Going to be a brick house, damn it. Good morning, Leonard. How are you? <laughs> She's going to be a brick house, huh? Nakia who? <laughs> you can't. Don't, hate on, don't hate on chocolate peach. <laughs> that motherfucker ain't gonna be never be a brick house. <laughs> never will you be a big brick house, Nokia. What up, Ali? You might grow up to lay bricks on houses, but you'll never be a brick house. <laughs> Today is Friday, March first, twenty twenty four. I'm going to do the daily word. Um, Damn. Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. Yeah. All right, we're going to get the show. And the daily word is brave, B-R-A-V-E. Brave and bold. I live life to the fullest. Good morning, Andre Henley. When I look back on my greatest accomplishments, the challenges I have overcome, and all I've survived, I marvel at how brave I've been called throughout my life. These memories sustain me as I grow and change. As long as I live, I will have opportunities to climb higher, push myself, and do the things I'm not quite sure I can do. Through it all, I can call upon the strength of God, the source of my bravery. God's strength is my bravery. It bolsters my faith, helping me believe in myself. It kindles my zeal, giving me the push to get started, and fuels my imagination, my ability to picture my success. I am bold and brave, ready and willing to live the life of my dreams. Good morning, Mr. J.D. Henry. Today's Bible verse is, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or dismayed. That's Chronicles 22.13. Amen. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is bigger, spelled B-I-G-G-E-R. And bigger is uh, of considerable size, extent, 
or intensity. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Chocolate Peach, I know you're big, but you're only going to get bigger in life. Bigger. Uh, Kings in the morning. Everybody gets it. So, Joe Bernie, I'm not saying you can't cry when I die. I'm not saying you can't cry. What I'm saying is this. Don't cry at my funeral. I'm probably going to wait a month to six weeks before they even have my uh, presentation because I would have been burned by that time. So I give a motherfucker all day. You got, you got, you got weeks to cry. On my day, don't come up there crying and shit. It won't be. I, I don't want that. Good morning, Good morning, Chocolate Peach. Good morning. Good morning, now, Chocolate. I was, Good morning, sister. I don't know why you want to come back, come to me so early in the morning. I ain't never sent for you today, so I don't know why you're coming for me. But the one thing that will never get bigger is your dick. You're still going to always piss on your balls. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa. Well, I just want you to know, Chocolate Peach, I'll never come for you. You can believe that. And I don't want you to come for me, baby. So stay your ass down there in San Diego. Okay? Get a, let me be a brick house either. Just, just get you a job. Oh, no, and, I and, will. Uh, an apprentice I or will. something like that. I will be a brick house. And I'm going to sit on your Holly. fucking head and squash you, nigga. How can you say you want me a brick house? How do you know? Huh? Wow. Well, you know, she's up in age. And she waited, too late. The she waited too late. She waited too late. Waited too late. She should have started 10 years right ago. Now, Big Charles, Big Charles don't like you talking about his woman like that. How you just I ain't worried Big about Charles. Big Charles. That nigga big, too. That nigga's Big only Charles getting bigger. You know, it's sad out here in this world today that you call everybody an animal when you are the animal who doesn't be, that nobody likes. You're in a corner. In a closed cage, nobody wants to visit you. Everybody come down to all the do, but they don't come to see you. Nobody, nobody, Ali. It's okay. Check Friday, this out, bitch. You know, you and Chocolate Peach are mad for each other. I think that's Big why you and bigger. So much. I, I think that's wow. why you leash out so much. If you want people to come see you, nobody wants to come see you at the zoo. When the last time? When the last you're time you've been 150 pounds, Charles? The hyena with those those with those spots. I'm sorry. When well, last time the nigga was, was you 150? If, if Charles was 150 pounds, he would be he would be a, a, a he'd look like a, a Holocaust survivor. He too he too big to be a Holocaust survivor. Seventh war Holocaust survivor. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> That nigga, that nigga at Home Depot look, standing look, by the Pepsi look. machine. Even Oprah that came out now. Oprah that came out now and said all the weight watching, all the weight watching things was all fake. She's been on drugs the whole time. Just saying, man. <laughs> no way. Yeah, she's been out the whole time. She's been on drugs. That's a lie. She's taking a special drug, lose weight. Just came out. Yep. So all, all that stuff, y'all, y'all get by. 
This came today. It came out today. Came out today. It came out today. What about Oprah? Now, where did you? Okay, so where did you read that at? No, it was on TV. That tell you, look it up. He said that he's telling the truth. On drugs, but we losing weight all these years. It came out yesterday. Yep. She's left the board oh, because she revealed that she's been taking Ozempic the entire time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Y'all lying. Y'all making shit up. No, we don't. Oh, you have to, I, mean, I know you're not in the yeah. world like that, J. King. I know you're not in the world, J. King, but you can't respond by saying it's not true if you're not in the world like that. Just go find out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna find out. I so when I say y'all lying, Reese, um, it's not. I I don't really mean you guys are lying. I know. I know. Black people say that sometimes. Without yeah, like like meaning that. Oh yeah. Good morning, Professor Keone. Yep, all the time. Um, Fred Fred said, "Tell that nigga I'm in a hospital listening to him eating some fucking celery." Oh, Perhaps you should him? take. Hold on. Perhaps you should take his advice and eat more celery. You wouldn't be in the hospital. <laughs> um, Janet Marie said. Janet Marie said, I know a lot of girls are shooting themselves with a diabetic drug to try and have a body like mine. Um, Lloyd said, I would never want to be a part of this world. Lloyd, you and I are the same. Bernard said she even donated all of her stocks. Um, Cammy said people do take Ozempic to lose what weight. Diabetics are being challenged getting their medicine. Mm. Um, um, it's, it's so let me. I, I'm so. Um, by the way, did you dock Fred's pay for shattering your window? No, I didn't. I'll leave been holding Fred's hand. I'll leave been holding Fred's hand. This is what Delia yeah. said. I think the word. You're oh, wow. Delia coming for you, Ali. What is Delia talking about? Delia, don't you say shit to a motherfucker like me. You understand that? Because I'll tear your ass up, Delia. <laughs> wow. <laughs> leave me alone. We'll leave the board of Weight Watchers after almost 10 years following the entertainment mogul's revelation that she's using a weight loss drug. Winfrey informed the company this week that she decided to not stand for re-election at the annual meeting of shareholders uh, to be held May of 2024. She served on the company's board since 2015 when she acquired a 10% stake in Weight Watchers. I look forward to continuing to advise and collaborate with Weight Watchers as I take the drugs I take. And CEO Sima Sestani and elevating the conversation around recognizing obesity as a chronic condition, working to reduce stigma, and advocating for health equity, Oprah said in a statement. In December of 2023, Winfrey told people she had decided to start taking a weight loss medication, which she did not identify, after coming to a realization that weight management does not hinge solely on a person's self-control. The fact that there's a medically approved prescription for managing weight and staying healthier in my lifetime feels like relief, like redemption, like a gift, and not something to hide behind and once again be ridiculed for. No, but I'm going to tell you guys something. 
Good morning, NCPT. Um, good morning, Terry. Good morning, Reginald. Um, what what people don't realize is this: if if you're taking a drug and you don't think that that drug isn't going to have an impact on what's happening inside the frame of this body that might be dire in consequence, whether it becomes a stroke, uh, some type of ailment, uh, uh, cancer. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys, Reese? I think that Weight Watchers will suffer an incredible lawsuit behind this. Mm. They have to. I think think the same thing. I was wondering that. I was wondering that myself. They have to. Oprah Winfrey is on television promoting people to buy the product based upon her weight loss which she has now revealed was the result of Ozempic, not no, Weight Watchers. No, that's not what she said. That's not what, what she, did she said. What she said? See, Reach, you hear it. No, 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 tell me you what she you said. Don't hear it like it's, Just tell me what she said. That's not what she Please. said. What she said was, and I want you to listen good. Yes, sir. She will leave the board after almost 10 years following the revelation that she is using a weight loss drug. She hadn't been using it before. She's saying that now, because she's using a weight loss drug, she doesn't think, because she's not looking at weight loss as just a natural thing. She said um, she informed the company this week that she decided not to stand for re-election at the annual meeting she served on when she acquired 10% of Weight Watchers. I look forward to continuing to advise and collaborate with Weight Watchers, she said. Then she said, um, she, uh, in December of 2023, in December of 2023, Winfrey told people she decided to start taking a weight loss medication, which she did not identify, after coming to the realization that weight management does not hinge solely on a person's self-control. So good morning, um, Barbara, uh, Barbara Coates. So she didn't say... Um, so she wasn't she wasn't lying and in, in, in using the drugs and she was on Weight Watchers. So that's what um, uh, Lloyd says she sold us out. Uh, Janet Marie said yes she was. She's a shepherd for the devil. Janet Marie and Janet Marie said my body is banging at sixty one. We know Janet. We know. But so 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 what do you think? Uh, now, Jenna Marie says, "Fuck Oprah." <laughs> Jenna Marie, you know, just it can just be, you know, you don't agree, but you don't have to be that heavy. These are said Weight Watchers has their own weight loss drug, something like Ozempic. Uh, Jeff Carlin said, "I'm not sure where the real problem is." Reese, so now that I clarify that for you, Reese, do you still think that there's a lawsuit? Still stand by it. I'm reading the USA Today article. So um, Reese is looking for a, a lawsuit because he doesn't like Oprah because she's not looking, liberal. not looking, <laughs> not looking. Oprah Winfrey still the pimp for Harvey Weinstein. If he wants to stick up for you, go right ahead. 
Good morning, Cheryl Combs. Um, Janet Marie says she's pushing drug, drug use on girls. Lloyd Richmond said the problem with the world is that if we actually took color out of the equation and understood that we are all of color, um, Reese is correct, um, uh, black girls. Uh, driving. My question is how is she pushing drugs when she's saying that she's stepping down because she's taking drugs? Well, I, I don't want to speculate. I do believe yeah. that she may have been, well, no, this, Reese, again, opinion, you enjoy opinion only. Opinion only, opinion only, and, and you like it, you'd like people to preface if this is opinion. I believe that there may have been word out that she was going to be exposed and she got ahead of it. But it okay. still lends itself to people arguing that, look, Oprah Winfrey is a powerful, influential person. And her She's a brand. How, people, right. people, a brand, right? People might ask. How long was she taking Ozempic? She may have to yep. reveal that while she's promoting a project product to the public because there are consumer but affair said, issues. But, but um, sorry, Reese, she never yes, said Ozempic. The person now, now, if you really want to go back to who was actually made the Ozempic, using Ozempic as a weight loss product instead of just using it for diabetes, it wasn't mm-hmm. Oprah. It was the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who were sitting there using Ozempic to lose 10 to 15 pounds for certain events, and that's who started pushing it and making it popular with TikTok and everything else as a weight loss drug and making us diabetics who actually take it for being diabetic, not able to get the medicine. Oh, wow. But wouldn't that be a so it was a whole? It was a whole get- explosion on TikTok of women mm-hmm. – they're like, oh yeah, I need to get this. This if you get this drug, you inject it once a week. You'll you'll lose weight. You'll get that tummy down. And yeah, but then you get, but then like, you lose the weight, and then you get elephant skin. No, <laughs> that. Right. now then, but right. now your body, you know, you got you got all the weight off no. you, but now now you got now you now you got stretch marks and dimples in your booty. But you know what? Now you get you get off of it for if you use it for weight loss, you get off, of course you gain the weight back. But then there's also women who are now suing the makers of it for using it off brand because they have stomach paralysis. Well they're the ones that use this, so how can they sue? They because have because of Ozempic is not. Janet Marie said once you stop Janet Marie said once Marie? you stop, the weight comes back double. Because you're not exercising. So, um, right. People, know, right. People I, I, are I, I, using I it as a clear-all. Leonard said a little extra help never hurts when you're trying to get somewhere. This is America. She got a right to get down any way she chooses. Oprah rich and living the American dream. She is Leonard, but Oprah's head is bigger than her body. Yeah, and it still doesn't give her the right to it. mislead the public because she gets to do whatever she wants. She added her name to a brand. You seem to forget that. And almost you're saying, oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I like Oprah, but she walk around looking like a a bobblehead doll now. (laughs) You always got to make the end the hominem attack. Again, but the fact (laughs) still remains that, look, I'm not saying um, that. I'm not saying that a lawsuit. Mr. Henry said my coworker lost 
60 pounds taking Ozempic, but she's still eating the bad foods that kept her fat. To the peckerwood juice, chemicals are dangerous. Right. Again, I mean now you I mean you know your your body little but your head is big. This is mm. in no way to suggest that but your head is big. Your body little. This is no way to suggest that a lawsuit will pass muster. It could be totally but it will lend to the lawsuits. They're going to have to get a weight loss. They're going to have to get a weight loss pill to shrink your head. <laughs> the opposite of what Barry Bonds is. You know using. what? Um, it, they will call it H, uh, HFL, head fat loss. <laughs> hey, Jay, that's, a good, that's a good weight? thing, Jay. We, we, need to, we need to put some money Did in that, Jay. We weight? can get rich. But your head is still big. Well, guess what? <laughs> we have something just for you. HFL, head fat loss. <laughs> you, know, you know, Jay King, you write about that big head thing, so I was... I was looking at a, a young lady one day, and I was looking at it, and I said, man, her head is big. And then I started looking at her body, and you could see where she had and maybe had the surgery or, or did something. But her face was real mm-hmm. huge, but her body was small. Look at Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton got the body of an 11-year-old now, but he still got that right. old big head. He got that pencil body with that big head on it. Well, they are. That's why he remind me of Kazoo. Whenever mm-hmm. I see Al Sharpton, I see Kazoo. In my head, I see Kazoo. And if you guys don't oh, know who Kazoo is, on the Flintstones, there was this, this little green man that would talk to Fred, and only Fred and Barney could see him. And he would right. call Fred right. a dumb dumb. Right. You big dumb dumb. Right. right. The little and, and Martian man. <laughs> Yeah, if you look at um, if you look at the boy, you'll see a little kazoo on him. Let me see if I can find kazoo. Let me see if I can find kazoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Al Sharpton. I don't know. I mean, gastric gastric bypass surgery is one thing, but whatever else he did to his body was insane. Mm. Yeah, they they out there. They got publicity and money and all that, and they still can't lose weight. There goes the zoo right there. Al Sharpton got a little bitty body and uh, and a big old head like Gazoo. Al Sharpton is the Gazoo of black people. Wow. Um, uh, uh, Callie Bones, I always tell my age on this show. Everybody know I'm 62. Everybody I'm gets old. it on My here. first year are old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The great Gazoo. In case you guys, yep, that's a Gazoo. Uh, Janet Marie said, Oprah ain't shit. My daddy never liked her. I never liked her either. I've been shitting on her for the longest. I, I was shitting on her before it was popular. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Right some, some, some of these motherfuckers is just getting to the, uh, get, get into the hateration on Oprah Winfrey. I was hating on her when she built her stupid-ass school in Africa. Yeah, you haven't. Well, nobody's a hater like Gigantor, but you. That's correct. Professor Keone said, Well, I think, look, we think the shades, I think Katrina, I'm going to tell you what's up with the shades. 
these are, I like them, Keone. That's why I bought them. And um, when somebody I, I, asks so, you why you wear shades every day, just say, when you're cool, the sun shines on you 24 hours a day. <laughs> oh, that's so Thanks. corny. <laughs> <sighs> this is coming a joke so from a man see. who wears a purse. <laughs> it's, it's a purse, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. So Reese, Reese, do you have a purse? It, it's not even that. Yeah. It's a backpack. He like it swings over your shoulder. <laughs> it's not even a fucking. It's not even remotely close to that. It's like a small backpack. It just goes over one shoulder. A I didn't change my eyewear, Snitchy Smurf. I have a number of pairs of glasses. I have 30 pair of glasses. I just started, I, I bought three pairs from YSL, and this is one of them. I, mm-hmm. I, they're fixing my other ones because they're a special frame, I mean, a special lens. They have to order to make them flat. This is another pair, and... um. So, ah. so, you know, I'll wear them in different, in different things. Like when I'm out, yeah. you know, when I'm doing star stuff. Exactly. You know. And not only that, well. folks, these glasses are also good ah. for your glaucoma, okay. a.k.a. You. cataracts. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, Johnny D. So, so, Professor Keone, I'm not expecting you to understand style like that. No disrespect to you, it's just that that's not what I'm expecting from you. I'm not expecting you to understand style. Not because you don't understand style, I'm just, is it just a little more style? Family members have been out here, I guess, for most of the night still trying to figure out exactly. So I'm going to let you guys hear a story, and I want you guys to tell me, what do you, tell me what y'all think happened. Well, David, family members have been out here, I guess, for most of the night still trying to figure out exactly what happened out here, the garage where this incident happened not too far from where we are standing. But at this point in time, this appears to be a tragic accident. Now, the female victim has now been identified by family members as Tamika Hargrave. She was found on the ground lifeless, along with another man who was apparently the mechanic who was working on her car. The incident stunning members of her family who rushed to the scene last night Tanika's longtime companion made the horrible discovery of the two bodies in a lower garage. She says there was a strong odor of gas in their home, and after a while, an alarm went off, and he investigated the source. The Holly Johnson kept following the source of that odor that smelled like automobile exhaust. It took him a while, but eventually he made it to the garage. He opened several doors before he found the vehicle that was running and the two victims. And as I go to step to try to open the last garage again, I see the mechanic, he's laid out, and she's just a few feet away, and she's laid out. And pretty much I had to call 911 because at this time with that level of emissions, whatever I needed was gone. Well, baby, family members have been out here, I guess. So, um, don't know his name. Was that in Queens? So that's what they, that's what they said, right? So I'm going to read you a piece of, because, you know, it should be happening. And uh, sometimes, you know, so let me find the story on here uh, because a lot of people are saying that that ain't the way the story was. 
Oh no. Uh, so, um, Reese, why are you oh knowing? I'm reading the story. Sorry, go go for it. Go ahead. Are you reading this story that I just played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reporter. I knew I recognized story? the reporter. He's from WABC News in in, in New York. He's, he's been there since I lived there. And so, so what? So what are they saying about the story, Reese? New Jersey man finds his wife and her alleged lover dead in garage from carbon monoxide poisoning. And um, <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, it says the New Jersey man returned to his Newark home on Monday night to find his wife and her alleged lover, their mechanic, dead in their garage from apparent carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh, Kahali Johnson said he returned home that night and smelled a strong odor coming from the garage in his apartment, according to WABC. So he went to investigate. In the garage, Johnson said he found his wife, Tamika Hargrave, and their mechanic near a running vehicle. As he tried to step to open the last garage door, I could see the mechanic. He's laid out, Johnson told the station. She's just a few feet away. She laid out, and pretty much I had to call 911 because at this time, with that level of emissions, I knew they were gone. Sources say that Hargrave, 39, and an unnamed mechanic, 59-year-old, were allegedly having sex in the car when they succumbed to carbon monoxide poisoning. The law enforcement sources reportedly told the station that Hargrave had allegedly been having sex with the mechanic in exchange for his car work. The Newark Police Department did not immediately respond to People Magazine, who wrote this article's request for comment. Both were pronounced dead at the scene, and police said the deaths appeared to be accidental. So let me tell you what the comments say. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm there. I'm there. Go ahead. Go, go, go. He did it. <laughs> He sounds a little soft to That's me. That's what I say. He ain't even, he's not even upset. This sounds like, this sounds a little suspect. Prayers. Why was it him that found them? Miss Nettie was found with Mr. Char- with, with Charles. <laughs> now, why they say she slept with him to pay for repairs? I'm assuming they found the bodies in, you know, mid-coitus. Her husband killed them. A mechanic dying from carbon monoxide poisoning is like Jesus dying for all y'all sins a second time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little fucked up, but good and funny. I agree with that, though. Why was it necessary to report they having sex? That's strange. The husband just happened to be the one to find the body with the mechanic. Rest in peace. Hmm. Maybe maybe there was some Wait evidence the inside the car. Serves now, it doesn't mean, listen, you I think the autopsy is going. Tricking and cheating and think there's no consequences. Mechanic bill still didn't get paid. Uh, get paid off. And I'm sure his wife is entitled to whatever he left, hopefully the shop. Damn, that's cold. Listen, wow. I'm not suggesting that they – the autopsy is going to reveal that they died of, of carbon monoxide. That, I believe, is going to be the case. I think the suspicious part is, is if he caught them in there and locked the garage with them inside. Right. Because that's a perfect right. alibi. But somebody, he doesn't seem upset. Is what I'm confused. I need answers. 
Somebody said, not a good, not a good mechanic, apparently. <laughs> I'm just trying Somebody to figure out something isn't making sense. Right. What kind of garage they have? Right. Where he couldn't open the garage door. I'm just saying. Well, I look right now. That's just. In Newark, they have these things. You guys have them in you guys have them in California as well, but it's a little different. You know how you have those alleyways, like when Ricky died in Boys in the Hood, that alleyway kind of looking thing. But right. what they have is apartment buildings. Yeah, with but those Mr. Elias, Mr. Elias makes the most sense. Turn the car Turn off. Turn the car off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Why like I was saying, that alleyway. Open? It's, a, it's an apartment building in the alleyway, and underneath the apartments are individual garages. And you have to pay extra if you have an apartment for those garages. Sister, and they're all independent. Sister Lori, said, Sister Lori said, what in the frickety frack is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was you, Sister Lori. You guys won't believe this. You won't believe this. Willie James. Willie James, 76, he said, wow, she won't do that again, y'all. No, she won't do that again. Y'all females wow. need to stop paying with your pee. <laughs> wow. Big Kiss the Plug, Big Kiss the Plug said, cheating gone wrong. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Veronica said he wouldn't be upset if the marriage was rocky. He's probably like glad the bee is gone. Who knows? Um, Daphne Gibson said he's probably in shock. He lost his coochie. Um, <laughs> no, that was, says, I would have said what in the all I wanted was a little nookie is happening here. <laughs> Wait Sugar a minute. Clinton. Go ahead. Maybe he was upset because he realized he wasn't going to get that car back for a while until the investigation was over. Wow. I don't get that. The car. It's he said his car is, yeah, it's going to evidence. <laughs> so, uh, so, he really loves his car. So um, Sugar Clinton said something smelled a little fishy. <laughs> and uh, it ain't the carbon monoxide? <laughs> Candy no. Fisher said, did the mechanic finish the job? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait. You know, some of these things that I find the most funny, the most hilarious part of them are the comments. Always, always. Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys know um, Eric Mays died, right? Forgive me. Yeah. Um, Eric Mays. I'm gonna show you right now who he is. He is the. Um, he is the city council person that is always, I mean, he, he likes people's asses. Oh, um, I'm going to show him to you right now. I, I'm, I'm going to miss his dude. Let me find you. Where did I send this at? Did I send it on here or did I send it? See, I'll be sending stuff to people so I can remember it. Or did I send it here? I might have sent it here. Yeah. Hold on, you guys. You guys, it's going to be worth the wait, I promise you. Okay. It'll be worth the wait. 
Eric Mays, may he rest in peace. Do I have the floor? Do I? <laughs> Thank you very much. We have got to help the city of Flint. We have got to move the city forward. We have got to vote yes on this. Thank you. Ms. Hurkin wrote, you the reason that I'm going to vote the way I'm going to vote because you tried to put words in my mouth like I said you was a racist. You got to stop doing it. You got to stop doing it. Please be very careful in your area. Please. All I said there was mediation and Like kings in the morning. 
Like you would, right. you would go to you know, go to their council meetings just to see what Eric Mays is going to do. Thank you, Black the Black Track. This is uh, I'm glad you guys. So it's a LV, a beautiful sweater. I don't buy a lot of stuff by um, Louis Vuitton, but when I do, it's really classic stuff that I think can last, um, you know, a long time beyond just the L that you buy it in. I remember I bought a Gucci um, mock turtleneck. I bought it some 25, 30 years ago, and I still have it in my closet. That's how good the, uh, the material is, and I probably can get a lot of money for it. I tell my kids all the time, when I die, don't um, don't give my clothes away. Sell them. You know, do them. Sell them. You, you, you didn't tell us this a hundred thousand, two hundred million times. Um, okay. Let me tell you what else. Let me tell you what else I've done a hundred thousand times. Uh-oh. I muted your dumbass, <laughs> and like I just did just now. I've done that too, a hundred thousand times. It don't stop me from doing it. So I didn't. So black maybe black fact didn't hear me say it, Ali. I'm not just talking to you. Waterhead boy, just a boy with some water. It's all in the water. You know, your head is kind of big too, Jay, on a small body. You know what? No, I'm not. I'm actually kind of wide. I'm kind of big. You should get your bobblehead toy, and everybody on the bobblehead it says, it's all everybody right. Everybody gets it on Kings <laughs> in the morning. Yep, yep. Shut up, blind man. You always blurting shit out. Nigga, you ain't. <laughs> nigga, shut up. Stop it. Ali, fuck you. Fuck you, nigga. You, your motherfucking you? marble eyes looking motherfucker. Coolest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> Coolest motherfucker on the planet. That's me. Wow, okay. A hundred and a hundred and eleven thousand global streams for it's uh for um for it's all right. It's starting to grow. So um so we're starting to grow. All right. Good job. Hello, it's all right? Okay. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, five new ads for the record. So if, you, if, you're, um, if you're someplace and you're here and you think you heard the record on the radio, you probably did. Uh, I'm going to do a, a, a limited edition of the um, – okay. That's just that's just I'm going to do a limited edition for the um, for the CD with all the different mixes on it. Um, mm-hmm. All the different mixes. The new club nouveau record. In case you haven't heard it, um, you can get it now on iTunes, Amazon, wherever you want to, wherever your music you buy music. How should you express it when you love someone? If 
her old records as well, and they continue to sell, and that's how they, that's how they they um, they build these things. So just know that you know it's a it's a real um, that's a real method to uh, this most good morning to put the record out, and a lot of times a lot of independent artists they um, they don't have hit records not because the music isn't good, but because they never put the record out to have a hit record. They just put the record out to have a record out. And I know that because if there were, uh, if they put the record out to have a hit record, they would, um, they would put a plan around it that would, that would deliver a hit record. And I think, you know, um, so with the Club Nouveau record, there was a plan put around it for the, for the record to be a hit, not just having good music and, you know, people around me saying it's good, and then you got to have money. You got you got to be willing to spend upwards of a hundred thousand dollars for R and B radio, and it can go as high as one hundred and twenty-five, hundred and fifty thousand for R and B radio. One hundred twenty-five, hundred and fifty thousand dollars. When you cross into pop radio, it can go as much as three hundred and fifty to a half a million dollars. That's just that's the way the game is played. That's the, that's the way. That's why some artists are bigger than others. So if you don't think that Kanye or Chance the Rapper or any of those guys are spending money, you're wrong. They're spending money. They spent money from the day they came out. They just didn't tell you. They just they they have to play the game how the game is played. Nobody get a nobody get a free free ride. That's why even, you know, Ricky Jones, hey, man, I heard the dude's record. I'm 
you got relationships that last a little longer. No disrespect to you, I'm just saying. Sometimes your tone be all fucked up. And all you got to do is fix that. Don't try. Don't you try to over music me. You hear me. I'm trying to over music you, baby. I just want you to know that the way you're talking to me is crazy. Just fix your tone. It's all in your tone. And for me, it really is about tone. Uh, so as a woman start talking and get that tone thing on me, I should not, you don't, I don't even know what you say. You don't even exist. You ain't even there no more. I don't even hear you no more. I don't even see you. You might as well stop talking to me because you don't even exist. Your tone will fuck it all up. And then somebody says, what about your tone? Well, I'm a man. Our tones are fucked up already. Shit. Woman ain't supposed to be. Don't don't be like me. Be better than me. Don't don't use me as as your as your example. Don't make me the example. You smell me? Okay, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, that, this this lady been sending me records, and I haven't listened to them. And I got to start listening to. Hold on, AT and T is calling. Hello. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm trying to. Because when I go to the account that I have, it says I don't owe nothing. But I get these. So I want to talk to somebody. And and because I left AT&T, <laughs> I went back to T-Mobile. So one part of AT&T tell me I don't owe nothing. Uh, when I go to the – let me show you guys because it don't make good sense. I done went to this motherfucker. They told me. That it, I don't owe, and then I come back and they tell me, then they send me, a, 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 they call me and tell me that I do owe. I was hoping somebody would be on the phone, and then when I go back, they say, no, you don't owe. Well, goddamn it, why y'all keep telling me I owe? And if I owe, mm-hmm. let me pay. So because it, it's fifty-five bucks, you guys. So watch when I view my bill. 
I go to view my bill. Because they tell me I owe $55, right? Hold on, let me show you guys. Dumbest shit in the world. By the way, you guys, I'm not going to be on Facebook and Instagram at 930. I will be with you guys. I'll be riding to Vallejo. So I'm still going to be here. <laughs> well, I'm on Facebook timeout. So. Damn. I thought I was going to get a Mew Friday going on here. Nope. Nope. I'm in charge. <laughs> so look. So look at my balance, you guys. You see that? And don't pay them anything. That's what it is. Screenshot that. No, no, I no, I I gotta figure out why they're calling me. Well, they shouldn't be calling you. It says zero dollar balance here. If you owe them yeah, fifty five dollars, it should say so there but, uh, as uh, well. I listen. I, so Jeff, let me tell you what's going on. I don't know. I mean, AT and T is so fucked up that the account number that I have and the account number that they call me for are two different account numbers, but I can't get anybody on the phone. I've called the AT&T customer service line. It is not, um, it's not a scam. King, it's AT&T, you guys. King, let me ask you a question. Are you, yeah. are you paying for your phone? Are you, is your phone automatically all right paid out? I mean, like you, you use pay for your phone yes, all out? my cell phone. Okay. But but I yeah my cell phone is but I got an AT and T uh, see I I did a bundle with so my sister Dion yeah. would tell me so but what I'm if, saying if, is if her, if they usually, take her I got the cable usually, and all that stuff yeah so what I'm saying is usually when you get a phone they'll put a contract of a new phone in the contract and you pay so much no I don't get a new phone because I, I pay my phones off I don't. I don't buy phones. Yeah, so they don't, you don't own nothing. Then. So I pay. Yeah, so you don't own nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Man. No, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't do that. If I, if the phone yeah, is a thousand dollars, I'm gonna pay a thousand dollars. If it's four hundred dollars, I'm gonna pay. Yeah. If it's twelve, I'm gonna pay it. I'm gonna pay it one time. Now, Mister King, you know you don't have to pay. Yes, I motherfucking do. Oh yeah. I might not like y'all. <laughs> See, I know who I am. I have to yeah. because I, there may come a time when I don't like you. When I don't like you, I want to just leave. If I didn't. See, when I left ATT and went back to T-Mobile, if if I hadn't paid my phones off, then I wouldn't have been able to leave. Right. Because I would have had to wait till those phones were paid off. Yeah. That's why, you know, you know what, remember when, when COVID first happened and they said, you know, um, they sent you the letter, the email and the letter saying, um, you know, due to the pandemic and blah, 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 you do not have to pay your house note. You know, you can you can forego your house payment. And a lot of people started foregoing their house payment. And then guess what happened? Their ass got put out. Yeah, house That's right. payment became due again. Yes. That's a trick. When you got the money, you pay it. Mm-hmm. Um, Professor Keone said, King, could you be kind enough to update your listeners on Kings in the Morning? Appreciate it, Brother Keone. Um, how Trump suddenly strapped for cash could raise more than a half a billion dollars 
to satisfy judgments against him. So, Professor Keone, um, um, I would like you to call in so I can listen as I drive and I can chime in from time to time. But I don't want to um, have this conversation and then you have it through email and Reese is right there because this is going to be a Reese and Professor Keone conversation. And for those of you who want to listen to the show and listen to us um, uh, off air, but you want to hear it, you can listen by phone. Dallas number, 515-605-9376. And you can listen by phone, or you can press the number one, or you can go to thejkingnetwork.com and listen that way. But I have to start heading to my father. We're going to the funeral. It's at 11. So I have to pick my father up first, and then we have to get him to the, to the church, and then we have to get the wheelchair for him because, you know, my father really can't walk because of the COPD and his breath. So anybody who wants to call 515-605-9376, if you're um, on um, online, Listening. Don't worry, I won't be here either at 1 o'clock. We have the closing arguments in the Fannie Willis-Nathan Wade debacle oh. that happens in a couple of minutes, so I won't be here. So, if, uh, yeah, if Keone wants to come over here and shout at the sun, he absolutely can. Have at it, homeboy. God bless you. So, you, so you're running from Keone? Uh, running? No, 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 no. I have more pressing issues to deal with. I have a show that I have to prepare for for Sunday, plus the show tonight. <laughs> Okay, so I'll be paying attention to actual news that matters instead of somebody who's fanboy on Sasquatch, uh, the AG of New York. Mm. He only ran yesterday. That nigga ran from over here. Nigga hung up. She's one of the ugly Kardashians. She's like the Danny DeVito of Kardashians. No, he only ran yesterday, Jay. The nigga got the Reese came in here and the nigga hung up. I had really? I had stuff to do. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was about. All you do I know, know that nigga hung up. Why are you always acting like you nigga? No, no, you I heard the nigga hang up. Still here, hold on, Ali, hold on, Ali. He was still on when I was here, and then I had to the go. The nigga, because... the nigga hung up with yesterday, nigga. Oh, I don't know about now, that. He, anyway. told me, he, told, he told me that Reese hung up. No, I did because I, 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 I had to deal with my real estate agent. So no, you didn't hang up. Nigga, you were still here arguing with Yusuf Kente, uh, Reese. Yes, but then I had my real estate agent call. I had a conference call with my real estate company. He did so, hang up. Or the real estate. Anyway, nonetheless, I will not be here. So we've got a couple of minutes until then. What do we got? 30 minutes until the closing arguments happen. Um, and I believe there's going to be a new revelation about Terrence Bradley today, or at least uh, my fingers crossed um, that that's going to happen. So we'll see what, what kind of revelation. Do you, what kind of revelation do you think it's going to be? Uh, well, Terrence Bradley was asked before he got off the stand by Steve Sadow, Trump's attorney in this case, if he had any conversations or meetings with the district attorney's office. Now, the only reason why that's relevant to me, paying attention to it, is because before Steve Sadow asked Nathan Wade on the stand, how many times have you been to Fannie Willis's condo 
that she was renting from Robin Yurdy, and he said no more than 10 times. And the next day, he revealed documents that suggested he had been there for close to 35 and had even spent the night on two occasions where she and he both claimed she had not. He had not. So when you ask a question as a lawyer, if you ask a question, you already know the answer. So when he said, have you ever met with the district attorney's office before your testimony today or at any time? He said, no, I believe that Steve Sato has got the goods on him. And if he did, if he was intimidated in any way by the district attorney's office, and that is revealed during closing arguments today, that's called fucked. That's like a man with no arms and no legs in the ocean. Truly now, fucked. Now, let me ask you a question, Reed. Now, is that a legal term, fucked, or is that just your term? No, no sir. No, sir. That's, uh, I got that term from my uh, degree from Law and Order University. Nine years. Oh. Nine years. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just never heard that legal term fuck before. So I no, nor I will admit, I, nor, nor by until I got to Law and Order University. That was the uh, first time I heard it, too. <laughs> now, so he said that, that he's only been there 10 times, and the guy right. is like, they were there every day. Well, 35, so times, in a ye- 35 times in 11 months. And the interesting part is he asked them on the stand, what would you have been in that area? Now, when you get that geo-tracking data, right, the, the guy who got it was a TV show, a TV host from Court TV and on the Discovery Channel. He does this forensic uh, location shit on television. And the, the, the company that he used is the nationwide police data gathering uh, company that provides this information. So he can pinpoint where your cell phone is at a particular time based upon the cell towers. Now, when Nathan Wade got on the stand, he said he had only been there about 10 times. He said, what would you have been in the area? It's called Hateville. Uh, what, Hateville, what would you have been there for? And he said, the headquarters to Delta Airlines, bars and restaurants, and the Porsche experience or Porsche experience are reasons why he would have been there. So, okay, he said he would have been in the area no more than 10 times. The phone data places him there for 35 times. He was also asked if he ever spent the night at that location. Two separate locations. One in particular was September 11th. He had gotten there at about 10.35 at night and left at about 4 in the morning. He had then went home to northern part of Atlanta, and he made a phone call to Fannie Willis. By the way, they have him contacting her in that span over 20,000 times. Right over over twenty thousand times so far on the phone in text messages and phone calls to her. He had called her some six times a day in eleven months before they allegedly were well, dated. Well, I mean, but that but, but why would that be? Uh, um, why would that be? That would mean the, the relationship is far more than professional because they weren't working together. No, and she no, wasn't no. What it means is that time. not if they're on a case, Reese. No, um, they weren't. Say, did you not hear me? He wasn't. Working for her at the time, I just said that. Oh, okay. No, you said he didn't over start working. 11, 11. No, he did not. He was not working for her at the time. So again, and okay. here's the other thing: two times he was there after ten o'clock, and had left it as early as three and four in the morning. If he went to a bar, restaurant, or the Porsche Experience or Delta Airlines, those would have been after hours. So what was he there for? Well, 
sometimes reads when you're doing working on projects, you know. Um, you're doing a better job than the defense doing, attorneys. You're doing a better job than defense attorneys. They still haven't answered for it. They don't even want this information be, to be admitted, admitted into the evidence. They're fighting for its admissibility. Now, you, you can have a natural argument to it, or a, you, know, you can clearly say, hey, here's why he was there, and here are the records that he's there. They don't want it. They want it inadmissible. What does that mean to you, Jay? Well, they probably think that there's something there. Yeah. That's, um, that's on. Yeah, that you can't oh. explain it. Oh, he, oh. Oh, he was working on the project, all right, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was working on the project. Yeah, oh. I don't understand why people like you I think so many people. So many people I'm are running interference. I'm not going to talk about Sandy Willis' wig, but when you got money like that, you kind of have a better wig. Oh my sorry. She doesn't have that money. Again, there's a book that just released. By the way, remember I told you that I said this reported uh uh, uh what's the name income or uh, worth of like millions of dollars in the book mm-hmm. find me the votes they did these interviews with her because the book is primarily about her michael isakoff says that all of this time she had been struggling financially she had a, a house lien of forty nine hundred dollars that she hasn't paid yet and yet she claims she had ton, like up to fifteen thousand dollars in cash in her home she said that she was financially well, struggling well, I, during I, her campaign I, I know people like that i know people who have money, but who will not pay the basic of bills. Okay. It's the most well, uncanny thing too. I've seen in my life. I'm talking about that. people with millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, she said that. She that was one that was her defense. But again, and and then no, she also claimed that over four or five thousand dollars of those trips, mind you, this ten thousand dollars worth of trips. She claims that three thousand dollars of the things that she paid Nathan Wade back for those trips, seven of them in five months. She paid back in cash, but the numbers that come up only come up to about $3,000. He spent over $10,000 on these trips. He says he never went to California with her when she went to go move her daughter out there. Terrence Bradley says otherwise. He helped her move her daughter out there when she – Let me she ask you a question. Her... Do, they talk about, yep. do they talk about who be working on her weave? No, it's, and again, it's the worst weave ever <laughs> because, again, yeah. I'm trying to tell you homegirl is broke. She's ghetto fabulous. <laughs> no, somebody, she's got to get a better weave first. I'm sorry. I couldn't agree more, sir. Couldn't agree more. But everybody's running interference for her because they don't want her to, you know, to lose this case. You brought this on yourself, sweetheart. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell I'm, you something. She, if she, this case is going to be lost because of her own ineptness. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't blame this on the system. You can't blame it on rich white men. You know um, these these things that 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 we blame are things that we know that exist. They've always existed. So if you know that, why would you put yourself in a position to to put those things in a power play for you? I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay. She is a DEI hire, but it gets worse than that. Whistleblowers are now coming forward and revealing that she was making people in her office in order to stay in her office pass a DEI test. 
where if you didn't answer the questions of a black face and a white face and say the black face was good and the white face was evil, you couldn't work in her office. I don't believe that. I have – Jay, with all due respect, this is a fact. Please, please. In, I and I'll, and I'll send you the yeah. test because we all have I'm the not test. Talking Everybody about, has the test. I'm not talking about – I'm not talking about that. I don't believe that that happened. You got to show me facts. No, no, facts. I have the test. I have the test. In fact, people have been taking it online because they're so outraged by it. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. That that's a that's a bit that's a bit. But you know what? You know what's crazy? In this case, is this guy Terrence? What's his, what's his name? Terrence. Terrence Bradley. Dude had Nathan Wade as his client. And went to a, and went to the prosecution for with Donald Trump and gave them information on his own client, even though he yeah, was but isn't that, represented. Isn't that a violation? Isn't that a violation of client? Nope. Uh, nope. But the, the no, only thing was it wasn't the not, same case, Jay. It no, wasn't the same case. True. He was he was he was representing Wade on his divorce. Right. Exactly. And, so and any so, conversation so that it was associated thing, with Fannie Willis. Went, right. So what he did was the prosecution for, on the whole Trump thing with Fannie Willis, he went to the prosecution, Trump's people, and gave them and was giving her the goods on Nathan Wade, which is supposed to be his friend that he's representing. And that's why this case is so crazy. It's like, well, what wait, is why are you forgetting here? Potter? You're forgetting how can I be your friend when you kick me out of the office and our partnership because somebody accused me of sexual assault and you say you didn't do it and your friend, your so-called friend, doesn't believe you and he makes you leave that employee $20,000 and he kicks you out? He had an axe to grind. That's why he went to when Ashley Merchant – by the way, they do know each other. Ashley Merchant and Terrence Bradley know each other because every attorney in, in Atlanta knows one another. It's a very incestuous pool of attorneys that have worked together and know each other. Even the judge used to work for Fannie Willis. What, what word did yeah. you use? I'm sorry? You said even the judge used the word for Fannie Willis. He used to work for no, her. No, he used to work for her. Oh, work. The judge used to work for Fannie Willis. Yeah. Wow. And he donated donated to... Stop. 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 The judge used to work for Fannie Willis? Yes. Early in his career, yeah. Before he became a judge. And they didn't... um, They didn't didn't recuse him? (laughs) Nope. And he's got an election coming up in three months. That's why she was able to talk all that shit on the stand. That's what many people believe. And he donated $100 to her campaign. So this all looks dirty. And what do you think he's going to do with all of that dirt uh, uh, in in the mix, Jay? Hey, Jay, you want to know something? This just compounds this whole thing. The white woman who is the prosecution, one of the lawyers for Trump, she gave to didn't she give to Nathan Wade's campaign? Yes, she and did. I think she used to wear his T-shirts. Yes, Nathan she Wade's did. Brother. She used to yes, wear his T-shirt. Her and her kids used to wear his T-shirts. She said that like, on the, this whole thing is She crazy. said that when he was on the stand. She made that clear when, oh, he, when, he, when, when she questioned him on the stand. 
She goes, I contributed to your campaign. I even I even campaigned for you, didn't I? And he said, yes, you did. This is a bunch of bullshit. This is a bunch of big old glob of shit. <laughs> really? I'm telling you, again, you got to be in it to win it. This is not one of those cases. A lot of people talk all this shit about, like, you know, they've given all this conjecture. And I'm sitting there going, dude, you're clearly not paying attention. It's like there's so much shit that's inner working to this. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has already written this off because there's so much damage thereafter, so much damage coming after. With oh the entire God. world on Fulton County, right? All I can you say, have to, all I can say yes, is, wow. Yeah, all I can again, say. yes. <laughs> <laughs> again, yes. Hey, listen, I guess that's a good club to be in until it all goes wrong. I don't know. This is just. Amazing, I'm going to forward you also an article by a woman by the name of Kira Davis, black woman. Um, she writes for Newsweek magazine. Here's the headline. Fannie Willis is an embarrassment to black people. She's the proof that DEI only hurts us. Well, listen, I, I, Jay, I'm telling you, man, this, this thing, and it's not like I, like we, like I said before for me. It, it doesn't really have anything to do with their relationship. I don't right. think anybody really cares. It's just all the crap that's around, you know, all the smelly garbage that's around this whole thing. It's just, you know, it kind of gives you an insight to how people live at that, you know, the whole legal profession, at least in Atlanta, um, probably in most places. It gives you kind of a window into kind of how they all know each other, kind of how they work, how to, it's just, I don't know. You couldn't write this stuff. Like, oh, no, you could not. The shadiness. <laughs> the, shade, the, the shadiness of people, right? You couldn't write this. Right. And it definitely doesn't but, you give know, the law profession a, a good, put that in a good but, light because people are already. But, Potter, look at it this you know. way. Ask yourself this question. You've got the eyes of the world, right? So Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are now internationally known because, of course, it's a case that involves Donald Trump, so you know the whole world is watching this. If you're the judge in this case, and with everything you've seen as the reputation of Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade is pretty much mud right now, do you keep them on the case and further question the reputation in the world view, or do you get rid of them so you can spare the reputation of Fulton County? Because I believe you go to the latter. It's like, I got I to gotta clean this up in some way to at least restore our reputation because everybody's going to think we're corrupt. Yeah, and it's not – the thing is, it's not just what we know. It's all the stuff that's going to still come out because stuff just seems to be coming out like constantly about this whole thing. How do you prosecute – even if the judge keeps them on, how does, how does Nathan Wade stand up? I, put, I promise you they will push him to the number two chair or just, you know, pretty much eliminate him as a factor in this case. He's the one who did all the legwork. He's still got to answer for the two meetings with the White House, which we now found out that the reason why the White House has no record of him meeting them, they did it off campus. And one time the White House counsel met him in Augusta. What? And now we're getting it. Now there's a fight in court for the FOIA request for the FOIA information on that meeting with the White House. What's Nathan Wade doing meeting with the White House? This case has nothing to do with the White House counsel. Not the current White House counsel. 
So it looks like they're in coordination. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're they don't. I, I don't know. I just I, I don't get it how they're so arrogant that they won't get out of this case. Speaking of Fannie Willis and, and Nathan Wade, how, he should have long been like, you know what? Just so it doesn't look like any impropriety, I'm going to just remove myself from this case. I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm just going to remove myself. And he yeah, could have just kind of slid out of the, he could have slid out of the door on this whole thing. Yep. And he just didn't. They just like wow. They're going to bring other people down, and I, I want to know how many people are willing to go down with this with this shit. Who from the White House is willing to go down with this shit? All talk them. about what we talked about with Nathan Wade. All of I them. Remember the big bad wolf here, the big bad evil Trump. We can't let that man beat us. We gotta win. Like, you want to know? You want to understand Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade? I'll give you the perfect example. Keone. Oh. And I say that, don't, I, don't, I swear to God, I'm not saying call, that to don't me. Don't Nathan Wade like that. <laughs> no, look, I'm not that, trying to be malicious. To be, think about it. Be slandered like that. Think, <laughs> think about it. Think about it. The zealotness and the arrogance of every, Zealous. like, the objective is to, even though you, you literally reap no rewards from his downfall, you get the sort of uh, the attaboys, if you were, right? You get the schadenfreude of watching Donald Trump go down. Every time he is ex- uh, uh, accused of something, uh, loses a case, loses a court date, is indicted, you know, all over the news as the bad, evil, orange Hitler. You revel in that. You have these two who are in the middle of that case, which the objective is to take him down, and you put blinders on. It's him or else. I'm willing to go through everything. You, who cares that much about a dude that you wouldn't just say, dude, let me spare my reputation. I'm walking away. No one's going to remember you tomorrow. It's always going to be you think? But do you think, here's the question, unless it was really, 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 like, possible for you, meaning if somebody said, look, if you guys can get this guy, we'll give you, in the next administration, we'll give you a position. Or, or something like that. Like, some, they had to be promised something pretty big. I'm just saying that they think their reputation is bigger than the prize, right? So if you got to take him down, there's no way you're going to let him beat you. If you view it as their resignation as Trump winning, if that's the purview that you have, you're never going to let that go because you can't get beat by this guy. If you're like, look, and I say this about Jay King, right? If you're Jay King and you think Donald Trump is the stupidest person in the world, you're not going to let that guy beat you. You're not going to let – if you leave, you lost. Right? You think Donald Trump is an idiot and a fraud and puts a foot in his mouth and just too stupid to be in the job, and you're in opposition to him. You're going to let that guy beat you? These people are not. Yeah, but I wouldn't look at it, I wouldn't look at it like that, Reese, because these are lawyers, so they know it's not really about that. They're going up against other lawyers. So you they're keep, not really going up against You keep Donald saying Trump. that. You keep saying that when they could bow out right now and save their reputation. They can just bounce. Why won't they? Because nobody's going to remember their name next year. The longer you stay in, the more people are talking about you. 
every day a new revelation destroys them. Walk away with some dignity. They can't. Don't you Duke think that's Harris the same thing people are saying about Donald Trump? They keep saying that about Donald Trump. It's like Donald Trump it walks into the fire every day. He could quit his campaign today. Why does he keep doing it? Why? He's 76 years old. Bro. I think the guy Terrence is the biggest question. Like, dude, why would you ruin? You can't even do, you can't even practice in Atlanta anymore. Everybody in Atlanta is calling you a snitch now. Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Trust I mean, me, he's I, been, see on, I see him I mean, on he's TikTok be, and on Instagram. They are shiting on him. Yeah, there's going to be a few rap songs with his name in it. I'm, 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 I'm guessing. Oh, work, I'm yeah. I ain't going to rap yeah. like Terrence Bradley. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I bet you they will. If I was a rapper, I'd do it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what dudes would be like. Uh, yeah. The dudes would be like, oh, you would, <laughs> and you would rap like Terrence Bradley. <laughs> yeah. I ain't no Terrence Bradley. I ain't no rap. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be. This is not good for him, man. He, he's, he's he's pretty bad. Now, but what? But. I know black. I know there's a lot of black people that's kind of backing Fanny, but to me, they're not doing her any favors by saying, "Stand your ground, just keep fighting on this." I don't know if they're doing her any favors. Let me let me show you what some of the people are saying to me on TikTok. Right on TikTok, this is when the guy said, "This guy Mad Mac." He says, "The house is calling you, Tom. Sorry, I mean Stephen." I responded to him by saying, "I guess you're supporting the DA's office now." Blacks supporting law enforcement. What happened to defund the police? <laughs> <laughs> Man. And people like people people like Reese are just having so much fun with this. It's not even funny. Like <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous, man. People like Reese are just having so much thing. fun with this. That's why people are mad at and, me because I'm clearly enjoying myself. It's like, dude, why is this guy so happy about it? It's like, it's not my fault. I didn't put, I didn't do this. You did this. You're blaming me for your yes. shit. So it's like <laughs> accountability much? I told one dude in, on TikTok, I said, dude, if white people didn't exist, your black ass would die from accountability. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Reese. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> But uh, it, 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 this is this is it. This is it's just such a mess, man. It really is. And it, oh, man, it's just it just wow. And oh, this is my other wow. one, Beverly Johnson. She wrote, "This is the reason black folks will never unite." I wrote, "I guess that any inner city murder is helping us, though." <laughs> <laughs> so she, I love so she see, was saying, "I love to." Wait, wait, wait. Here's one more. I love to see black people bring down black people. We tear each other down. So brilliant. But if these were white people, he, he wouldn't even whisper. I said, I'm sure you state that when you see a murder in the inner city, too. Bet you go to the gangster Insta page and talk that talk, too. <laughs> yeah, you're having way too much fun with this, Reese. That's it. <laughs> 
Absolutely. You have way too much fun fun. with this. My other one was Charlie Wolf. He says, Charlie Wolf says, says, ah, yes, the rando guy with no connection with uh, with a TikTok knows the truth. Laugh laugh out loud, people buy this bullshit. I wrote, yeah, quite random, my friend. You must think because you've never heard of me, I don't exist. Like an aborted child. (laughs) You just make me laugh. Oh, my God. Oh man! Okay, why isn't why isn't any of this head, like headlining Drudge Report? Oh, I, well, well, Drudge, Drudge, Drudge Report not Drudge Report anymore. Drudge Report, well, yeah, Matt Drudge, Matt Drudge, and the Drudge Report went another direction. They're, they they they've yeah. decided they're going with the liberals now. Their headline is NATO, Moscow, and war uh, stealing the elections. Yeah. Hmm. That's that they they won't even talk about. They have one on the left. Fold. Even halfway down the page, I didn't see anything about. Fanny yeah, there's Willis a quick. Or... Early this morning, there was a quick link to. Oh, here it is, right here. Georgia case takes big hit as Fannie Willis fights disqualification, and it's an article from the um from the Wall Street Journal. I read it this morning. So who? So, the mainstream media has not been covering it. No, well, they have. Like, like the mainstream media, like ABC, CBS, and NBC, it's like 60 seconds, maybe a minute. The MSNBC and CNN, when they cover it, at first they covered it like Fannie Willis was outraged and showed indignation. Right, now, right. It's like, now it's like, uh, yeah, this is getting uglier. Especially when the phone records came out, everybody was like, uh, yeah, this is a mess. So the one thing that they're leaning, the one thing they're leaning on now is that they think that even if they're disqualified, you know, at least another dis- another jurisdiction will take it over. But uh, you know, as I played NBC News Live, they said the Atlantic Journal Constitution said, listen, if she's disqualified, it's the death knell, because the person who takes it over to give it to another jurisdiction is a Republican who never wanted this case, so he'll kill it. <laughs> Okay, so what about what about the uh, what about the other case with Trump? How's that going? Are they going to get that in before the election? I'm sorry, say that one more time. Isn't there another case that Trump that's trying to get in before the election? Um, yeah, that that's trying to get a ruling on before the election. Case, the January sixth case and the um, uh, the documents case. Both of those they're trying to get in before the election. But now that the Supreme Court is going to hear, he's got the one case starting in March. That's the Fannie, I mean, sorry, that's the, um, the hush money case in New York with Alvin Bragg. That's a cakewalk. That's, that's, he's gonna, Alvin Bragg's going to lose that, and Donald Trump's going to beat the shit out of him on that one. Alvin Bragg is doing that for, as a campaign thing. That's literally going to get laughed. Like, no one's even talking about it because they know Alvin Bragg made that shit up uh, out of whole cloth. There's no crime to pay off a paramour, like it's not a crime. He turned it into a felony. It's going to get his ass whipped, and he's going to look like a joke. Um, but right now, the two cases that, we, that Trump has to deal with is um, the case against uh, the January 6th case is pushed back for the immunity thing that's going to go to the Supreme Court. So that doesn't get a ruling until the mid-June, so we might have a case as early as July or August, and Donald Trump will just delay that until after the election anyway. Uh, and they'll call it election interference, so Jack Smith will be forced to push that back. The documents case will be something else, um, because now we know that the White House was involved, because we have documentation that the White House 
sucked the FBI on Donald Trump on, on uh, August 8th of 2022. Like we have that documentation and that's going to, that no one's even talking about the document case anymore because we have that document. Okay. So, so is, January is gonna, 6th is the most important what about, case right Okay. Now. So what about the, what about being taken off the ballot? Like, does that have to go to court? That's nothing. Is, that's Supreme, nothing. Even, does, even the Illinois, the Illinois uh, judge who took him off the ballot acknowledges in her brief that he's going to be allowed to stay on the ballot. In fact, all he had to do was file a brief for a stay, which means keep him on the ballot mm-hmm. until the actual election. Anyway, the thing is, right. is that that was that was done to get into the papers, but she drew attention to Illinois in a way that she didn't want to because now people are seeing that. African-Americans in Chicago were not going to vote for Joe Biden. It, and, if that, and if that primary happens in a vacuum and they see in the exit polls how many African-Americans voted for Donald Trump, it's over. Yeah, I don't think Donald Trump is going to win Illinois, but uh, he could. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, how, how, how much has the Democrats been win, winning in Illinois? For over I mean, 60 years, overwhelmingly. Oh, oh yeah, he probably won't win it, but he's going to change the dynamics a little bit of the oh, final yeah. vote. Oh, but, yeah. oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think he's going to win baby. it. You ready? Sam Brody. Who the hell is that? Prosecutor Connie Willis could be hit by a last-minute testimony from a key witness in her ethics hearing as she fights to remain on the Donald Trump election case interference. Prosecutors have requested that Stan Brody, who works at Acumen Wine, give testimony during closing statements in Willis's ethics hearing. After he told CNN last month that uh, he hosted the Fulton County District Attorney and a man, he later learned a special prosecutor, Nathan Wade, at a two-hour... Yeah, he, yeah, I saw the interview. Right. Well, Man, so wow. the stuff still, still coming out? Yeah, they, the, the, the defense is trying to get this. The guy who was on CNN who said he hosted Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade at the winery that she claimed did the whole uh, caviar and wine infusion. Remember the famous line, I don't do wine, I drink gray goose? I prefer gray goose. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, is this... I mean, are they going to be, I mean, are their bodies buried? Like, they're going to keep going with this, and something, somebody's going to get drawn into this. But they're going to do uh, closing yeah. arguments today, and then sometime next week there's going to be a decision? Well, yeah. In fact, the closing arguments are today, and then he's going to, <clears throat> excuse me, Scott McAfee, the judge, is going to mull over it over the weekend and should have a decision sometime next week. He could slow walk it, but we don't know. So, anyway, speaking of which, I got to go. It's after 1 o'clock, and the hearing is about to begin. Y'all be good. Okay. Get your popcorn. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> are you able to watch things where you are, King Potter, or? Well, it could be that we have concluded for the day. <laughs> and if that's the case, um, I wish everyone a wonderful weekend and um, looking to see everyone on Monday. I'll be quiet for a moment just in case anybody else is here.
third hour of power, huh? Well, I don't think so, sister. I don't think so. Um, glad to hear you, hear your voice today. <laughs> yeah, but I think yours too. Yeah, but uh-huh. I think I think we'll be reached the end of it today. You know, okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, it it, and I got okay. I have my great grandbaby, and he's up messing with stuff. So I'm gonna go uh-huh. ahead and hang up. Okay, have I a great weekend. Well. I love Thank you. you. Love okay. you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.